Brought to you by the Children's Rehabilitation Institute, Teleton USA. Hey, this is Laura. And this is Natalie. We're two therapists that work at CRIT, the Children's Rehabilitation Institute, Teleton USA. We wanted to provide the community with an outlet for their stories and resources for our families that may not have access or know how to begin. We hope that through these interviews, we can continue to serve our families and the pediatric therapy community with knowledge and education from a distance. Join us as we speak with some of our therapists, patients, and their families about their diagnosis and discuss how CRIT has helped them navigate their unique challenges. Thanks for listening. All right, today on the show, we are super excited. We have Travis Pearson from Ronald McDonald House here in San Antonio. He is the CEO over um, the, or the another nonprofit here in San Antonio. Um, for those that don't know CRIT in general, uh, Ronald McDonald House supports us tremendously. They provide a safe space, free of cost for our families. Um, so we are super excited to be able to have Travis here with us today. Um, we're actually kind of recording this in person a little bit for the first time, which is a little nerve wracking, but also like fun and exciting. We're growing. Um, so uh, without any further ado, Travis, thank well, you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm excited yeah. to be here. Um, to start off, uh, I feel like Ronald McDonald House is pretty known, but for some people, they might have no idea what it is. So can you give us a little bit of rundown about what is Ronald McDonald House? What is the history? Absolutely. So our, our core mission, Ronald McDonald House, is to provide a home away from home for families that are getting medical services for their children. Um, we're all over the world, um, but we got our start almost 40, it's 49 years ago, it'll be 50 oh. years uh, next year, um, actually in Philadelphia. So it was a combination of the Philadelphia Eagle football team, <laughs> uh, McDonald restaurants, and the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia that, that started this whole model of providing a home way for home for families. One of the Philadelphia Eagle football players, his daughter, three-year-old had leukemia, and they were getting services at the hospital, and they were sleeping in their car, on the couches, in a chair next to the bed, um, eating out of vending machines, and all these stresses and, 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 and points of stress on this family. And, and as he went back to his teammates to talk to him, they all started thinking we could do something different. And from these three groups, the Philadelphia Eagles, Ronald McDonald, uh, McDonald restaurants, and the hospital, they came up with the first Ronald McDonald house. Today, there's about 380 Ronald McDonald houses all over the world. And every major city in the United States has one. Um, we got our start the same way. Um, the one in San Antonio, we actually started uh, in the, actually started in 83, but it was the same kind of predicament. There was a military family stationed overseas in Germany and, and, and their son had Hodgkin's disease and they were coming back here. Uh, the mom and the teenager would fly back in a giant transport plane back to San Antonio for months at a time to get treatment for his disease. And it was the same stress. They were living out of a car, no home to stay in while they're getting weeks and weeks and weeks of, of services and treatment. He passed away, but his mother and the doctors and other parents they also had this idea, let's make a home away from home. They started a nonprofit and then they connected in 83, 84 with Ron McDonald House Charities. Oh, wow. I had no idea, um, and, I mean, just working here in general, you keep saying home away from home, so we're doing research for this interview and it's exactly what it is. I mean, you look mm -hmm. at the pictures and they have like a play space, they have multiple stoves and um, places where you can wash your clothes, things that you just don't realize unless you're stuck in a car, you know, trying to provide services for your child. Exactly. It's just another stress that, I mean, without your help, honestly, you wouldn't be able to do it. And we've, um, I've really come close because through our out-of-town program here at CRIT, we have multiple families that stay at the Ronald McDonald House, and they're super fortunate. 
Um, and there have been times that patients have had their birthday parties there mm-hmm. through their stay. And it's just something super special that they wouldn't have been able to do and they'd be stuck in a hotel and it's just not as as homey. Yeah, and that that's our key, make it a home away from home. There's nothing about our facility that looks like a hospital. And it's, you know, it's similar to y'all's. Y'all's is a very fun, bright, open um, lots of fun spaces to, to do fun things in. Ours is very homey, uh, like a laundry room, a regular looking kitchen. It's a big kitchen, but it, otherwise it's, it's, it's regular. We got pantries um, and, and playrooms for the kids and, and things like that. So yeah, our, our goal is to take away every single stress the family may be facing. So when they're here at Crick getting services with you guys and their kids, that's, that's all they have to worry about. That's all they can focus on. It's amazing. I know the first time like I had heard of Ronald McDonald House was I was actually in high school in North Carolina. We had just discussed this that uh, we both live north of Tech, uh, Dallas, Texas, but um, Chapel Hill's Ronald McDonald House. Mm-hmm. My swim team used to make meals mm-hmm. for the families there and drop them off. And that's when I learned that, oh, it's not just Chapel Hill. They're everywhere. And then recently I was like, I wonder if they're outside of the U.S. And then I actually saw on social media someone staying at one up in Canada. And I was like, that's really cool that they really do get to be everywhere and provide those safe havens for families. Um, and something that Travis had just talked about before we started going was um, it's not for just inpatient. It's not just for hospitals. So rehab, exactly what Crate is, right? We're an outpatient facility. Um, so any kind of those stays where they're going to be intensive, just like our intensive program, right? So I just thought that was really unique. So Yeah, a lot of people think we're just for kids in hospitals. But no, it's it's anybody, any child, when any younger, receiving any kind of medical services, which includes rehab, includes outpatient. If you're coming from uh, South Texas or far West Texas to San Antonio for a day or a couple of days of outpatient appointments, you can stay with us. Also for behavioral health and counseling. So if you're coming to San Antonio and get counseling services, um, you, if you're a child, you can also stay with us. It's all those are, are open for, for families to stay with us for services. Yeah, and I guess that's something because uh, whenever, again, we were doing the research for this, we found out that you were also a licensed professional counselor. Is that correct? I am, Yeah, yes. so I don't know if that has any tie into doing the behavior. I, I didn't know about the ability well, to have the service there. Yeah, that, of course, with being an LPC, and I, uh, um, my career started with counseling kids and working with kids who were in foster care and the adoptive system and been moved from family. So my heart's always been with kids and mental health. Um, and so that's something that I talk a lot about that we can do at Ronald McDonald House, just to make sure that families know that if they are coming here, they can also stay with us. I, San Antonio has the only eating disorder clinic um, in South Texas oh, wow. Um, wow. as well. And then there's other great nonprofits in town that work with kids going through grief um, or other tragedies. And we, I just want to make sure that families know they can use us as well. Amazing. I mean, obviously, you do have this incredible passion. I, prior to the interview, we did hear that you were also a recreational therapist. I feel like you've been, <laughs> you've been all over the place. Well, I'm old. I'm old. I'm old. That's why. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, going from LPC to CEO, how did how did that happen? How did you become the CEO? Uh, impatience. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. I, I started my career off. Um, um, actually, I was accounting and finance, um, and actually in college, um, the earthquake happened in Mexico City in the mid-80s, and I went down with some students to help, and it was a game changer for me. It completely changed my worldview, and I realized that I, there's this part about helping people at, at a micro and macro level that really appealed to me. Um, went back, to, I graduated college, and I would interview to be an accountant or finance, and no one would hire me because they saw how animated I was about the work I had done in Mexico and overseas and stuff. 
So from that, I went um, and started working with kids, um, teenagers that had a rough time, and that got my OPC um, uh, from that. And I just I started my career off and and, and work with kids and just kind of made my way up administration um, um, from there and and started working at a at a bigger level. Wow. Um, I used to work at a psych hospital here in town, and so mm-hmm. I, I have definitely, uh, the teenagers were probably my favorite population or other than military, but um, that's awesome. I love that. Um, so as we talked about the intensive program here at Crete, um, we were discussing right before this, we're on track by the end of the year to save uh, lots of money. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, what we look, so, uh, so, so far this year, um, for families uh, getting services at Crete, we, we have about 150 nights of service that we provided to your family. So we're on track to close to about 250 nights of service by the end of the year. And I, and well, actually I think next year will be more than that because everybody's still kind of moving up to 100% capacity from COVID um, sure. and, and the whole medical realm and stuff. So if you look at that and, you know, a, a stay for a family of three or four to, at a hotel in town, transportation, eating fast food every day of the week, and, and $150, so you're looking at, your families are saving probably $40,000 out of pocket by staying with us, and that's money that stays in a family. You know, no, no family can afford to drop that. Um, very few can, so we're, we're very glad to put those numbers to what we're helping your families do. Yeah, and I really feel, I mean, COVID affected all of us um, differently, but as far as the out-of-town program, we had completely put it on hold. Yes. And a lot of it, I mean, was primarily because we had no place for them to stay. They did not have the funds to make that additional um, budget for a summer, and I we totally understood that. We pursued different options and just wasn't available. So when our out-of-town program came back, we were so happy to be able to have y'all come back. And I know, you know, people like eating out and, and it does cost, but having that home-cooked meal, like a lot of these people say the yeah. same thing. It's just, it makes them feel at home yeah. um, and a little less like out of their element, which I think is really yeah. nice. Yeah, it's great. So yeah, the, the worst part of my job is that I have to smell bacon every morning <laughs> <laughs> or I have to smell the, the, the chocolate chip cookies being made mm-hmm. in the afternoon or something like that. So that's that's the toughest part of my so job. So are you there at the at one of the locations? We, we are. Yeah. Oh. yeah, we actually have three locations here oh, in San my Antonio. My next question yes. was, what does San Antonio look like? Uh, so um, we're talking about 58 beds over three locations. Uh, we have a brand new location um, that opened up uh, during COVID, uh, September 2020. Um, and it's in the Medical City area. And then we have another location that's inside Children's Hospital downtown. Um, and there's 16 rooms where the entire wing we took over. And, and that's a really cool facility because um, it steps away from the neonatal unit there at, at Children's. And, and, and so a lot of times we even have high-risk pregnancies. Doctors are bringing their moms in early and they'll come in a week or so early from out of town stay there and then when it's time to have the baby they're already right there they don't have to get in a car and drive three hours to their doctor or their specialist or something. are there other ronald mcdonald houses like in hospital settings like that one there are that we were the first we okay. understand it the san antonio um our our ronald mcdonald house was the first in the in the whole nation to start the in hospital oh, wow. program but now you are seeing it more and more um in other cities um, really as cool. well and so it's great for the hospital. Um, it, it, you know, it, it's it's a really good model to make that. Yeah, work. definitely. Especially, I mean, obviously, it's it's working well. It's a need. So mm-hmm. more places are mm-hmm. yeah, That's great. 
Um, so back to that intensive because it does help our families out tremendously. And I know I've always heard pleasant things. They love it. They, they love that, that homey feel, right? Um, so what is the criteria for our families to stay there? Like what, what, uh, what boxes do you have to check to, to, to be welcome there? Great question. So very, very low. There's, there's the only thing we require is that the family live 20 miles or more away from wherever they're getting medical services. And then we'll need some kind of note from the uh, the doctor or the medical social worker or the you know the clinic where they're getting those services, um, and then we'll do a criminal background check, um, just looking for felonies and stuff to make sure we have a safe place. That's it. There's no income requirement um, at all. Um, it doesn't matter where you're from. You know, we, I know you guys probably serve people from all the United States. We'll have on a typical year we'll have people from 33 different states and six countries as well as a lot of people from Texas come stay with us. Um, so that, that's it, it's just, we need uh, 21 years or younger, your child's 21 years or younger, um, um, some distance from the medical facility and some confirmation from the medical office that you're getting services, and then you're in. And this criteria is just something as easy as they can find on your website? That's right, your website. And usually, we'll, most referrals we're gonna take is we're gonna take from the facility. So you all have a social worker on staff, she's gonna coordinate with our team um, in terms of helping the family uh, locate and dates and things like that. It's the same way with other medical offices or the hospitals as well. We'll work, there's usually a social worker or a designated staff that we'll work with. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. And before, I mean, again, prior to COVID, we did have people coming in from South America. So I, I'm assuming that's where they would stay. And these were, these stents were much longer. I think now currently you're out of town programs, what, like two weeks, three weeks maybe? Mm -hmm. Yeah. At max. Depending um, on the case, yeah. And at that point, I think we had some people coming, and I'm gonna but some from South America and they were here for about three months now. Yes. So again, it's just something that they're able to come in, come visit, stay, make their home. Um, and it, they would take full advantage. They would go to our, um, the Corpus Christi events that they had and then still have their homebound place here. Exactly. And there's, we don't have any uh, limit on how long you can stay. So the, the average length of stay is about 20, 22 days. But for families that need to stay two months, three months, that's fine. We just had someone to do this for over a year. Um, okay. uh, going through chemotherapy, a teenager, a teenage boy. As long as you need, you're there. We don't have any any limits in, in terms of that. Oh, I was just going to say something you had talked about is as a high schooler, you were able to help. So how else can people help if they're wanting to help out? So go to on our webpage. We have a tab for volunteers to look at, and one of the primary ways folks help is it can be a family, it can be uh, a group from an office, it can be a, a, a club or a group of friends. They can go on there and they can look on a calendar and they can pick a night to make a meal for our families. And, and they can do it a week out, six months out, however they want to do it, that's a component. Also if they sign up, um, we have other volunteer events during the year. So for example, we'll have um, uh, volunteers help us decorate for all the holidays, both decorate and then take down. Um, we'll also special other events like making cookies um, or helping us wrap presents because our families are with us, you know, during Christmas and during the holidays or birthdays. And so we'll have volunteers that will help us wrap presents and things like that. So there's a lot of events on our webpage. The most common one is to make meals um, where groups will come in and you can sign up on our, our webpage. Uh, that's how I learned yep. and, uh, as simple as a meal. Food goes a long way. Everyone gravitates around food. I feel yes. like that's like the main conversation for a lot of people. So yeah. um, I know I loved being a part of it and as simple as it was, it I know it went far. Yep. So that, that's awesome. 
Um, so we have Diego still here with us. He's kind of quiet right now. Um, but Diego has actually gotten to stay at Ronald McDonald House. So we're excited that Diego's here to give his little bit of input here. Um, Diego, do you know how long ago it was that you stayed? Well, I might have stayed around uh, seven years ago, I want to say. Um, okay. What do you remember from it? Well, I remember... I remember it was during a Christmas in July event. Yes. Oh, that yes. Was fun. It was it was very fun and well I I gotta say I enjoyed it. Good. Oh, and what would be the reason? Were you here for a crate or were you doing something different? Well I was here for a little event known as Camp Crit. That's right. That's so, right. <laughs> yeah, it was as I said before, it was very enjoyable and uh, yeah, and, and now that I've met the CEO, I have to say thank you for opening your doors to all of the patients at Crit USA here in San Antonio. Well, thank you very much. You're very, very welcome. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. One of the main questions Diego had asked, he said, well, how, you know, how are they supporting um, Crit necessarily? I'm, I'm wording it. Incorrect. He's very professional about how he's asking those questions. And um, just the effort alone, like we said, just to have our doors open and have the ability to have our out-of-towners, or, I mean, Diego, you live in Austin, is that right? Yeah, yeah, I do. I live in um, Austin, and I've lived here in Texas pretty much all my life. Yeah, and to take away that extra stress. I mean, it mm -hmm. truly is a stress on, on parents and families to have to account for, again, that additional cost of having somewhere to stay. It's mm -hmm. really, really amazing. Um, and we're really fortunate to be able to count y'all as part of our partnership. Absolutely. It's really a blessing. I know y'all support us. Um, we love we love name dropping y'all specifically. I mean, we don't name drop everyone that's alive, <laughs> but we do love to name drop y'all. Um, what are some other ways that we can support Ronald McDonald House? I, you know, I think... Um, um, just helping people understand our mission. Like, I mean, like, I mean, most people understand just the real high level what we do, but they don't always realize that we serve, you know, your families from crit for, for rehab based um, issues or behavioral health. It's that whole um, gamut, or that there's no unlimited, you can stay as long as you need to. So I think part of this adding context um, to what we do is a way to support us. Um, I think. Like y'all, you know, with COVID, all of our volunteer base dried up, and we've been having to rebuild our volunteer base, and we're, and we're doing fine, but we still have a ways to go as we do volunteerism, you know, after COVID, and so that's the piece with it. I think the other component, of course, with nonprofits is fin financial. So um, the way Ramadan houses are set up is we're actually kind of, we're, we're all independent. So we're a, a 501c3, I have a local board of directors, and I'm independent from the other the other 380 houses around the world, but we're all licensed by Roman Donald House Global, and they have this tremendous training support system and stuff that supports us. And the local McDonald restaurants fund about 20% of my budget. The other 80% is we're doing fundraisers. We're out in the community um, bringing awareness, doing golf tournaments, fundraisers, um, and, and looking for other funds to help make our budget and things like that. So those, those are pieces people don't always realize um, of what it takes to make a nonprofit work. The fund, and you all understand that because you all are in the same, same situation trying to make that happen. When do you, uh, do you have any other upcoming fundraising events? 
We do. We have a, one coming up in October. It's, it's on our website. It's called Men Who Cook. It's a new fundraising event we're, we're doing this year. I, I've, been the, I've been in this field for a long time, and I get really bored at normal fundraisers. So I try to, <laughs> I try to think of new ways to do things. And yes. so we're going to have uh, about 15 teams of, of men, three each. Um, some are chefs from some high-end restaurants. Some of these are backyard, backyard barbecue cookers that nice. talk a lot of uh, stuff about their brisket. <laughs> and, uh, nice. and we're going to have, we're actually going to be at the Duseum. Um, and then on, on these teams are going to present their dishes. We're going to have people there. We're going to have celebrity chefs from local. I was going to say, doing just, yeah. <laughs> And it's going to be fun. We're going to have some trash talking between some of the teams. It's going to be something new, unique. And, and you know, San Antonio has become a real foodie town. Yeah, it's, yeah. And it's such a melting pot. Yes. Like, there's yeah. like, Laura said, we, you know, we have families from other countries. Um, it's heavily Hispanic influenced, but it's there's so much more. Yeah, so and we're it's very special. So we're trying to capitalize on that and as a way it. to bring our, our our mission to other folks as well. So that's that's coming up in, in October. I think um, you like you said you hit the nail dead on when you said nonprofits or it's fundraiser after fundraiser after fundraiser and yeah they get you get bored really quick of the same same ones over so that's awesome. Yeah, love it. Um, something I found on your website that was really interesting, I did see the men who cook, which was really cool, but, um, and it makes more sense, I think, just kind of getting to know you and your perspective and having that background as a counselor, um, is that you have a lot of support on there for families, and I, I think I wrote down, yeah, resources for parents to connect, and I think that's so important, and, um, and again, it comes to being at Ronald McDonald's house and having that support system of other parents in a similar situation, um, here, I feel like the mom crew here, and I can't say mom only because there are fathers here too, but the mom crew here is so tight-knit, and they are basically family. And so anytime they have events, they're having everyone get together. So the ability to be from out of town and then come here and have a family connect with someone else that's in a similar situation, I think is so important for their behavioral health Absolutely. and mental health issues. Absolutely. And you all see the same dynamic. We, you all support the same dynamic we do. When you have all these families that are, that are coming in, they become their best support system, you know, and, and you see that with your moms and dads here. We see the exact same thing where, at, you know, at the end of the day, these families get together um, and they're sharing their wins and their losses for the day because not every day is a good day um, mm -hmm. or or what maybe the morning was good, but the afternoon was bad. And so these families really start connecting. And, and just like here, um, you all you all see these families stay connected long after they stop coming to our program. Um, or they, they start using our services. And so they're, it, it's, we both create environments for, for families to connect and, and take care of each other. And that's really special to watch. Oh, it goes back to that home. I mean, your mm -hmm. own personal mm -hmm. home sees your wins, your losses, the walls here, everything. And you're, yeah. you are, you're, the, you're providing that home regardless of how the state goes. Mm -hmm. That is, it just ties it all back together. <laughs> I totally agree. We, um, we want to thank you so much for coming and taking the time out of your day. I'm, just, I'm sure you have plenty of things to do. But did you have any questions for us or, um, I guess, lasting messages? <laughs> no, I just, just, just to thank you guys. I mean, I, we're, we, we love being a part of the partnership. You know, we, we love that we can um, support your families. That's, that's our mission. And to know that your families are benefiting from that, it makes, you know, I share that with my team. And we know we're meeting our mission, and that, that's what we're all about. So thank you all. Well, we thank you for your support. Yes. <laughs> you are listening to the Re-Eval brought to you by Crit. 
Uh, I don't even know where to start with this. Uh, Travis Pearson, this was one of the coolest uh, interviews that I think we've gotten to do. Um, he, I didn't know what to expect coming into this, but he is so sweet, so professional. Um, Ronald McDonald House is a really big deal. I know that they're all over the world, which is uh, pretty phenomenal. Their mission is even more incredible of helping people um, by just simply providing a home away from home. We talked a lot about that throughout this entire interview. Um, he went from a licensed professional counselor to CEO, which is a very unique path, but it makes sense with his love and background in mental health and working with uh, families and teenagers. And um, Laura and I were just discussing that he even knows what recreational therapy is, which is like some big bonus points for me because not a lot of people know about TR. Um, so he's just all around a really cool guy. Yeah, I really, like you said, enjoyed this interview. I, I felt like I learned a lot. We have this um, amazing, beautiful partnership with Ronald McDonald House, and I don't think that um, here at Crit we would be able to fill, fulfill our own mission um, without this partnership, truly. Um, I know you have the numbers of like how how much yeah. they really have helped us. Um, well, you're talking a lot about this with Travis, but um, by the end of the year, we're on track to have over... 300 nights with our families alone at Ronald McDonald House and on average it's close to $40,000 that are saved by our families um, just by providing a free place for them to go and um, again that home away from home during um, whatever treatment or whatever they're going through. Yeah, one of the things that you had kind of touched base on is that they are not only like inpatient stays. It could be something that's specific to rehab, but how we have our partnership here, um, as well as having one of the only clinics in San Antonio, you were saying. Is, for um, eating disorders. For eating disorders, or if you're needing um, psychiatric help. I mean, they also have services there for counseling. Um, it's just something you don't think about. I feel like already when you have a child with disabilities, you have these additional expenses and you're... Um, trying your best to figure out how, you know, you can work the insurance game, how best you can pay these bills, and then you come to this place that has everything there set for you, um, your own pantry, your own fridge. It really is a home away from home. They have an amazing playground. They have all the kids' toys. It's super happy, and I just I love that, that we have that with them. Yeah, and it's um, I think something else that I'd never thought about because I've never been in this um, position is it, there's not a time limit for how long you can stay there's not a minimum and there's not a maximum i mean travis mentioned that someone had stayed there for over a year just to complete chemotherapy um at one of the neighboring hospitals and that's like incredible so i mean these ronald mcdonald house is truly there to support these families and offer what they need um yeah it's it's incredible one of the things i didn't share with travis was that at some point um on a friday they were doing a tour of the facility here at Crit, and one of the leaders of Ronald McDonald's house was part of the tour, and she knew my patient. And for me, I thought that was such a big deal. And my, you know, my patient's mom was kind of, you know, I guess it was normal because she knew them. <laughs> but I was like, you know, for them to have so many families coming in and out, like you know, that many stays and that many families within their organization, and for her to know my particular patient, I was like, well, it just shows how much they really are involved. Well, and he made a point to say that he's there daily, which yeah. I thought was amazing. Well, you even just said like from your patient's perspective, like it's just normal to see yeah. them because they are, these are the faces that make sure that home is home. Um, and our kids that do come in for these intensive, whether they're here for two weeks or three weeks and they're from across country or even just here from in Texas and Texas is huge. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, that's, that's their job is to provide that home. And so for them to, to make those, 
um, not just daily appearances, but truly get to know who is staying with them. Um, I, that's as homey as home can come without yeah. being in your own physical house. So it's um, incredible. We were fortunate to have Diego there to kind of give us a perspective on his stay and something he had asked off whenever we had turned <laughs> off the, the microphone for a second was um, how Travis has stayed so humble, um, remained humble after being CEO for so long. And Travis's answer was great. And this is like roughly, but he just said, life is great no matter what the obstacles or challenges you're facing and uh, that we're in the line of work to help others. So perspective is key. And I really felt um, that message. I just feel like that's kind of how I feel like he lives his life. And it was really, like I said, really a great interview to get his his aspect on things. That was cool to physically connect um, two massive, you know, rehab components yeah. together of they support us and we support them. And um, something else that was really cool was, um, you know, it's really difficult for a volunteer to just step into Ronald McDonald House because it is the home away from home. You don't invite strangers into your house, but there's still so many ways to stay involved. Um, I had mentioned that I had helped with the Ronald McDonald House in Chapel Hill with my swim team. Of We uh, cooked a ton of food and just brought it over for the families there. And so they're always looking for those really cool opportunities like that. And so you can you can help make home feel more like home also in those kind of capacities. They said they ask for volunteers to come help decorate at the holidays. And um, sometimes they do fun. some fun <laughs> events. They're doing their cook-off soon, yeah. which is really cool. Men who cook, I think is what they Yeah. Say. Um, so there's a lot of really cool opportunities to stay involved, even if you can't physically get into the house to see it. Um, I, they need just as much support as we do. Yeah, definitely. If you're ever thinking into volunteering, I'd say look into your local Ronald McDonald House chapter and just know that you're making a difference um, one way or another. If it is like just making the house look a little homier with the decorations or definitely cooking a meal, um, it's making a difference in these lives. You know, we've seen it firsthand when they come here. And I, I know I had shared that um, a couple of our out-of-towner patients had their birthday parties there and it's just really nice that they're still able to have that and still be able to celebrate even though they're going through this like intense therapy so yeah if you're ever looking for them to volunteer i think that's an amazing place to to do that 100 percent um we just want to thank travis pearson and ronald mcdonald house for all this their endless support and um really helping create get to be who we are also as a nonprofit, we couldn't do what we do without your support. Please visit us at critusa.org for more information on our organization, as well to find a link to donate. We would love to hear feedback from you. As mentioned, we are a podcast to serve you. We are reserving the final portion of each episode to hear from you. You can email us at podcast at critusa.org for questions or topics that you would like to be covered. the re-eval, please visit CritUSA.org. Thank you for listening. The information presented on this podcast is not intended to be used as medical advice. Please continue to follow the recommendations of your physician and or other healthcare providers. Please refer to your physician prior to initiating any modifications to your current healthcare regimens.